I have a question for you, my Chakra Girl radio listeners. Do you feel like you have a deep connection to your intuition, but you don't know how to use it? Almost like you know you're meant to be a healer of some kind, but you know you have so much healing you need to do on yourself first, and you have no idea where to start. Babe, if you are feeling those whispers from the universe and you're attracted to all the woo-woo things like crystals, tarot cards, you know, it's because your inner goddess knows you have a big purpose in this lifetime and she wants to show you how intuitive you really are. So the first step is to connect to your inner healer goddess archetype so that you can begin to remember those innate abilities and she's closer than you may think. So I've created a fun and easy quiz for you to tap into your subconscious and to really make a connection with your inner healing goddess archetype. And on the results page of the quiz, I'm giving you a list of exactly how to use your powers to heal yourself and to heal the collective. So go take the quiz today and get started on your goddess journey to healing yourself and elevating the collective. So go to quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. That's quiz.chakragirlco.com slash goddess. Chakra Girl Radio with Amberly Lyons is an uncut look into the lives of today's influencers to create real conversation about spirituality, modern girl problems, and the balance between vodka and green juice, gurus and Gucci. We're getting real about the chaos, mistakes, and meltdowns that come along with success. Here's your main chakra girl, Amberly Lyons. Welcome back to Shocker Girl Radio. It is Amberly Lyons here, your spiritual BFF, and I'm just on a mission to make the world more chic and connected, one activated chakra at a time. Today, we have such a fun guest. Sonia Godfrey is here. She is a spiritual CEO and medium, actually one of my teachers in 5D, and you know she's really taught me a lot about accessing the upper chakras and the cosmos, and this is honestly one of my favorite episodes, you guys. She's so high vibe. We had so much fun, and damn, I was taking notes. So get ready to have fun and learn a lot as we dive into the fifth to the 12th dimensions 101. So we are going over all the upper dimensions, um, which is so, there's so much to learn and it's just so powerful to learn kind of like the 101 of it all so that we can kind of feel into where we want to expand more. We're also talking about astral traveling for beginners, accessing 5D consciousness, which is a hot topic right now. Um, And damn. I am so happy to be alive right now. There's so much going on in the world, so much changing, so much going on with equality and, you know, global love and, you know, breaking down racism, breaking down structures that aren't working. And there's so much heart expansion happening, even though it can feel really heavy and people are angry. And, you know, as white people, we're judging ourselves, we're angry at ourselves, we're trying to do the right thing. And we're, you know, there's just a lot of anger going on and I get it like innocent fucking people have been killed by systems that are meant to keep us safe like it is absolutely fucked and yeah I mean speaking for white people it's time to do better so we're going to talk about some resources today on how we can 
really like clear any subconscious beliefs that we have. And I'm going to give you guys some, one of my favorite resources actually that I'm just loving right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, here's the thing. It's important to feel the anger. It's important to feel the judgment. It's important to feel the guilt and shame because there's always a lesson and avoidance is not the answer. And as you know, black people around the world are, you know, really being, their words are finally being brought into the spotlight and, you know, they are, there's anger, there's, there's, you know, a lot going on. So there's, there's a lot of energy going around that doesn't necessarily feel good, but it's not a time for avoidance. It's a time to lean into it and learn from it. And yeah, that's, that's where I'm standing with that. It's like, we have, we do have work to do and it's time. It is time to listen. Um, but it's like, not about the fucking social media posts. Like it's really not, it's not about showing people that you're doing the work, like, like actually doing the work, not from a place of, Oh, you know, this needs to look a certain way, you know, doing it from a place of your heart. But I mean, I know my Chakra Girl Radio listeners are not a are not strangers to doing the inner work or the shadow work. So yeah, I'm excited to to kind of chat about this more. But um, we're we're actually having a very special guest next week to share more information. Her name is Danny Foss. She is a manifestation coach, and she's going to share tips and insights for us white people um, and for black people on how to take action. Oh, and people of all colors, of course, um, on how to take action and how to repair, um, you know, what's been going on for centuries and centuries. So really excited to have Danny on. Um, I'm actually excited that that episode is airing next week instead of right now, because I feel like right now it's just so topical and like, it's like a social media trend to be talking about it, but it's not about it being a trend. Like it's about doing the work and it's not something that's going to happen, you know, over the next week, you know, it's stuff that's going to happen ongoing. So we are going to learn how to really like implement these, um, different like practices and tips into our lives moving forward. So I want to dive into our chakra tip. So I actually posted this on Instagram and this works for people of all colors. So, you know, no matter, obviously, if you are a black person right now, your feelings are going to be different than us white people, but it's at the end of the day, like we're all feeling some kind of, um, anger, judgment. Um, you know, I know for white people, there's guilt and shame and like any of those feelings, any feeling that discredits our worthiness or discredits our feminine power is a sacral chakra block. Okay. So I posted some sacral chakra tips on Instagram and I've talked about this meditation before you guys, but it is so powerful. I will say the sacral chakra clearing meditation that I did. Um, this is one of the first things that I ever did when I experienced, when I started um, experimenting with chakra clearing. And so the first step is you need to acknowledge the guilt and the shame or the judgment or the unworthiness or the anger or whatever the emotion is that doesn't feel good. You need to acknowledge it. And then you ask yourself, what is the lesson here? What is the lesson. What do I need to do? What is this here to teach me? And you can even say like, what actions should I be taking right now? And it's really like, you know, and whether that means journaling it down, typically it does like you might need to do some, 
stream of consciousness journaling where you just kind of ask at the top, like, what do I need to learn right now? What do I need to do right now? And just start writing and see what comes out. Cause your heart knows, like your heart does know, but then obviously there's research that needs to happen as well. There's empathy that needs to be felt. There's, you know, ways to educate yourself, which we'll talk about, um, in our chakra shout out. But the first step is to turn inward, right? So that's step one. Step two is a sacral chakra cleansing meditation. So what I want you to do is, and we do have this meditation in our meditation bundle. I don't know if you have it. It's available on our website. Um, but it is a, basically you would imagine yourself standing in the ocean up to your belly button and having like small waves gently crashing into your sacral chakra. So that area right below your belly button. And it's like, you can kind of feel the energy of the waves crashing in, but then you also feel the energy of the tide pulling back out. So, you know, when a wave comes in, but then everything gets pulled back. So it's like, you're cleansing both ways, you know, the, and the water is coming in and then it's pulling it back out. So I want you to imagine that like clearing until you get to a point where you can feel almost like an emptiness in that sacral chakra. And then the next step is to imagine a glowing orange light that is filling up with every breath. So your sacral chakra is expanding and glowing with a glowing orange light every time you inhale and getting brighter and brighter. You can even have that orange light fill up your entire body. And as you feel that orange light, let it be the feeling of compassion, worthiness, connection, feminine power, like all those things. And then the next step, you know, once you're finished your meditation is to take the inspired action, implement the lessons, go, you know, do what you need to do to take action, to support this cause, to move from the guilt and the shame into, you know, really being a part of this movement and this revolution and taking the action. So that's what we call integration, like taking a shitty emotion that we're feeling, learning the lesson from it, and then implementing the lesson. And that's how we grow. That's how we shift. That's how we change. And that's how we can really, you know, help ourselves, which is the first step to helping the world. And then really taking those actions, of course, which is so important. Um, so the next thing I want to share is our chakra shout out, which is, uh, one of my favorite influencers to follow right now. Um, her name is Rachel Cargyle, and she has a free resource, which is called hashtag do the work. And, and it says, we are the ones we've been waiting for. That's by, and that's a, a quote from Alice Walker. And I love that so much. Like, and I love that whole concept of, oh, we've been kind of waiting for an answer to this problem in the world, but we've been the answer all along. Like we are in control. And I, and I, we, and that means anyone, any person of any color, like we have to shift internally in order for this to shift. It's not, you know, yeah, it's like, we really need to do the work. So, um, she has this amazing free resource and we're going to link you guys. It's like a 30 day course. And every single day there's different resources, different learnings, different shifts, different perspectives that we can implement. Uh, and it is just so powerful. So I'm going to share that with you guys. Um, and you know, it breaks down what, you know, what white privilege is. It breaks down what being an ally is. It breaks down feminism and how feminism has also been racist. So I 
want you guys to definitely check out Rachel. Um, so we'll send you, we'll link you guys to her Instagram, but also to this free course. And what I want to encourage you guys to do as well is she has a Patreon platform where you can donate. So donating to these free resources that are literally going to help us change from the inside out to change the world. Like that is something that we can do to really support and shift and grow. So yay, what a time to be alive. Um, let's be a part of this revolution guys. So let's get into this episode. You are going to be obsessed with Sonia. Okay, let's dive in. Welcome back to Chakra Girl Radio. We're here today with Sonia G. She is the spiritual CEO, medium, and founder behind the Moon Babe and the Light Tribe. And she teaches women how to access higher states of consciousness and find their heaven within by embodying their highest selves and their light through astral travel, astral projection, and meditative states. And as I have been diving deeper into my 5D consciousness and the upper chakras, I've learned so much from Sonia. So I'm so excited to have you here today and can't wait to hear everything. Welcome to the show. Yay. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. Yay. Okay. Let's dive in to our slumber party questions. What is your morning ritual? Oh, I wake up, I put my feet down on my fuzzy mat. I have a fuzzy mat right by my bed and straight on right there. I connect feet chakras to the 5D grid and above. So that's first. And then I go straight to my morning mirror meditation in the bathroom. That's my beauty routine. (laughs) Oh, love. (laughs) And what is it? What are your favorite products in the beauty routine at the moment? Um, in the beauty routine, I use rose water on my face and I use a lotion that's called Egyptian magic. It's amazing. (laughs) Sounds magical. Yeah. Okay. So when you attach to this, the 5d grid in the morning, what does that look like? And what is that like? How do we do that? Mm, Okay. Very good question. So it's a very feeling sensation at the bottom of your feet. So that's why I like to have a fuzzy mat. I like to have that reminder when my feet hit. I tell everyone I teach in my courses to rub your feet on the ground so that you feel the static underneath your feet. And then you visualize a connection light to light, like light to light, love to love, higher vibrational frequency to higher vibrational frequency. And it's the visual of it is like a flower of life that extends all around the planet right? As big as you can imagine it. And you just connect to the higher consciousness. So the feeling of it is it just goes like a suction cup from the bottom of your feet, right? It goes, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) and, uh, and you just feel like you're connected to a place where you're in creation mode instead of in reaction mode. And generally, as you do that, you're breathing, right? So you're doing this with your breath. And the more you do it, the more you actually have physical signs that you're connected. So you feel it like your heart skips a beat or you get chills or something, right? For me, like my ears pop and I know (laughs) that's wild. Yeah. Okay. Love that. What is your favorite crystal of the moment? Hmm. If you could see it, I am wearing turquoise. Um, and actually it's aquamarine. I don't know why I said turquoise. The color is turquoise, but it's a beautiful turquoise color, aquamarine. And I'm vibing with it so hard because it's Atlantean consciousness. So it just takes me to that Atlantis, Lemuria, all the things that we're reconciling right now. Mm. So how, okay. 
I hear some people being like, oh, I was definitely alive on Atlantis and I was alive or I was a, yeah. like, how do people know that? Like, I just want to know. Okay. So it's, there's two ways. Okay. And one of them is you actually were alive and you just feel it. Like you feel it in your blood. Because yeah. if you were alive then, and that's, you know, passed on from generation to generation, blood retains consciousness and information, just like we retain, you know, just like you go to the doctor and they're like, oh, you know, it does diabetes run in your family? It's like, does Atlantis run in your family? <laughs> okay. So, you know, your subconscious knows. That's one of the ways that you know. You find out, you can also find out by doing like an Akashic Records reading and like past life re- reading. Or, and you were actually really there, but there's another way. And this is the reason why a lot of people feel like they were there. It's because when we incarnated on earth, we all picked up information on how to live on planet earth. Some of this information that we picked up is called an imprint and we imprinted life knowledge. Like we picked up a set of parameters to function on earth. Like, oh, this is what happens when you're like on gravity. And this is what happens like on people, like with people, this is how you function on earth. And, you know, for life experiences, we picked up some of the knowledge that came from all the history. And so you can pick up an experience of a lifetime that came from Atlantis mm-hmm. and it's called an imprint. Okay. So yeah. that's how you would feel that connection. That's so strong. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I feel like I need to, um, ask the council up in the Akashic records area. <laughs> That's yes, go and ask them. <laughs> yeah, that when in doubt, you know, we access our records. Yeah, so. love it. Okay, what is your sun, your moon, and your rising? Oh, my sun is Virgo, my moon is Sagittarius, and my rising is Virgo. Oh, so I'm a Sag moon as well. The freedom, yeah, the freedom <laughs> and the fire, <laughs> the freedom and the fire and love, the yes. adventure, yes. yes. So good. Okay. So let's talk about you. I want to know about your spiritual awakening and when you decided to make that your life's work. I started really young because I was raised in Italy in a Catholic country. My family is all Italian. And then I was going to nun school, Catholic school. And my parents then decided to, the rebels and my parents decided to join another religion in a Catholic country. That's like a big deal no-no, right? Yeah. So all of a sudden I'm going and I'm praying the rosary and doing all these things at Catholic school, Monday through Friday or Saturday, whatever it was. And then on Sunday, I'm going to another church to pray to another God. Clearly I was confused. That was yeah. like in my teenage years. So, um, and that religion is the LDS religion. And so just very different. So I grew up having this thing, like having this yearning to understand God and what the hell was going on, right? And this whole religious um, hate that was happening because I was very aware of it because I was very much ostracized in my own country for being in a different religion that my parents chose. So that led me to make some serious choices. Some of these choices ended up with this desire for me to come to the United States when I was you know, really young by myself. And that led me to have to figure out me and God, like me and the universe, me and prime creator, me and everything that is, because I was like by myself in a country where I didn't know the language at 15 years old. So Mm -hmm. that kind of fast forwarded shit along the line, like really fast for me. And then I hit my dark ages. I think everybody does that. 
and you know, like our own dark ages, our dark night of the soul, whatever we want to call it, where I had to question everything. And I was like, baby, there is no God, right? Because we go through our twenties and everything sucks and you don't understand men and you don't understand friends and how to fit in and like all of those things. So um, I questioned everything. And after that, that's where I rebuilt step-by-step. And that's kind of how it happened for me. It was step-by-step. And in 2007, I ended up at my, uh, now who I call my mentor's retreat, which was called the awakening who he's been doing this retreat for 40 years. He's like so ahead of his time. Wow. And that is where he kind of put you in front of things like, Hey, your parents raised you the best that they could. It wasn't their fault. Like deal with your stuff. It was serious inner work. But it was there that I met people that could see colors and could see auras. I was like, are you fucking kidding me? The stuff is real. Like, <laughs> like people can see these things. I want in. Like, tell me how to do this. I want in. And so that's where I had my magic moments where I was like, oh my gosh, you guys can see things and feel things and talk to angels. Like, I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. So because I'm stubborn, because I'm a Virgo, I spent hours upon hours by myself in meditation, wanting to figure this stuff out. And lo and behold, that's how it happened. I saw my own aura after staring at myself in the mirror for six hours. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And then you could never unsee it. And then you can never unsee it. Once you turn it on, you turn it on, you know? And so it was just kind of like Wonderland was open from that moment. Uh, okay, so this is like all so comforting to me because I, I like sometimes, and I, I really figured, I thought that you were going to be like, well, my parents were hippies and I've okay. been meditating since the age of two. And okay. so like it gives everyone more hope to be like, if your journey is like in the more beginner stages, you can still, you know, there's still so much time and so much learning. And also like, it just kind of shows you like everyone has the ability to do this. You just need to like put in the work. That is the key of my message. You just said it. Yeah. Like everyone can do this. Everyone can do this. Like my, I grew up in a city where it's like, you know, sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, it's Italy and fashion, of course, lots of fashion. Yeah. <laughs> but like big city girl, there was like nothing, you know, I mean, yes, in Italy things, it's more of like an old country. And I grew up in more traditional ways and in a lot of sense, but Like when this whole thing happened, you would never have guessed. I was managing a modeling agency. Wow. Yeah. Like I have done the whole corporate thing, but in the meantime, I was figuring out some, you know, deep, deep soul stuff. And so, yeah, if I can do it, that's what I say all the time. If I can do it, everybody can do it. And you know, there's just certain steps and certain things that you need to know. Like you can always do it the hard way, but Sometimes it's nice to do it the easy way. Like you don't have to stare at yourself for six hours in the mirror. (laughs) I can break that down now. (laughs) Well, in my 20s, I probably was staring at myself in the mirror for six hours a day. Putting makeup on, don't lie. Putting makeup on, exactly. (laughs) Gotta look good. Um, So funny. Okay, so I want to talk about astral projection. We haven't really gone into that on the show. Can you explain what it is and how it works? Yes. Okay. So when there's a difference between, let me start here with astral travel and astral projection, because when you astral travel, you actually leave your physical body and your consciousness goes elsewhere. That's what we do at night in our dream state. Okay. We're astral traveling because we're not conscious in the body and we're traveling the astral plane somewhere else. Well, it's great to ask for travel when your body's asleep because your consciousness is actually able to fully function, you know, in another part. When we are awake and we are 
connecting to higher planes of existences, we're projecting, which is amazing because the truth is before the switch, before 2012, the rules were different. So when I would travel the astral planes, I would have to like eject my spirit from my body and then go and travel. After 2012, with the shifting and the 5D integration and the light body coming in and that whole Maya calendar shift, the rules, like the unseen rules changed. And so I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much easier. We can astral project. Like I can be conscious here and I can be conscious in the astral planes. I don't have to like eject myself out and then have to find my way back blindly and then you would feel sick. So a lot of people that are still doing astral projection, which is, by the way, what happens when you do like medicine journeys sometimes, like the medicine will kick your spirit outside of your body. And then you're like in the astral planes navigating and you have to find your way back. And this is how sometimes people have like pieces of their soul that goes missing in the astral planes. And then they have to do soul retrieval. That sounds terrifying. So, so it happens because you don't know, like some people want to go and learn with like indigenous tribes and all of that stuff. And they just don't know how to function. Right. But I tell you what, if you learn the basics, like I call them the protocols of light of how mm -hmm. to like, you know, connect. And now it's so easy. So it's so easy to connect to yourself in the astral planes. Like the veil is so thin between yeah. them. There really isn't one. So it's really easy. So that shouldn't even be a thing that happens anymore. Right. Like if you know some basic things then you can navigate right. with any kind of medicine in your body, you just have to know some basic rules. Yeah. So, so why are we going up there? Why do we want to go up there? Okay. So when we're astral projecting, you're accessing this frequency that is a higher frequency. And the reason why it's a good thing is because you're having this experience that is an experience that is alive, that it's an altered state of consciousness, right? Except you're fully conscious of it. So you're in the physical, you know, in the physical reality, and then you're also in this higher dimensional frequency and your spirit and your consciousness is picking that up and you're having this expanded experience. And, um, it's kind of like my, my mentor, Gary, I name him a lot just for references because I pick these things up from him and they've stayed in my mind through the years. But he would always say, once you stretch a rubber band past its elastic point, it just never goes back. Mm. Right. And that's like a thing that, is very applicable. Once you experience an altered state of consciousness that stretches you and you see things and you experience yourself being infinite, being amazing, being magical, and you see things and your third eye turns on, you come back to earth and you're never the same, right? Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden you integrated some of that higher frequency. You know, we don't bring it all, all in all the time, but basically it's a way of integrating light in our body. And it's so fast. It's the mm -hmm. fastest kind of like breakthrough and soul embodiment. Okay. Really. So we can yeah. really use it for healing. We can use it for manifesting. We can use it for, you know, tapping into, you know, even just getting questions answered. Yeah. Anything because out there you're connected to everything, right? And so what I teach in my courses is you want to make sure that you go all the way to the source, like go all the way to your higher self, go all the way to God. Don't talk to people in the lower planes, go all the way up and, you know, deal with the consciousness at its purest. And then you will be connected to all the options, all the solutions, all the answers. So you can be guided all the time.
Okay. So where do we start with that? We're kind of like in meditation and we just kind of like bring our consciousness up, up the way that I've kind of always been taught to do it. It's like either feeling like you're in an elevator or feeling like you're just, there's like this, this like white light beaming down on you. Like, I don't know, kind of like, yeah. yeah and you kind of like float up the light. Yeah. It's kind of like that Star Trek beam me up, Scotty. Business. That's what I was, that's what I was <laughs> trying to say. I couldn't remember the reference. I was like, well, that's Star Trek or Star Wars. <laughs> Let's go be here for a minute. Yeah. So that's kind of how it is. And that's, I call it. So for example, like the first time I ever taught this material was in a course I call the sacred chakras journey. Yes. And so you literally go and breathe yourself upwards in consciousness through your own chakras which are your elevator of light, which are that pillar, that beam me up Scotty pillar, right? That takes you wherever you want to go. It's your own like chakra elevator. And it's also your rainbow bridge and it takes you anywhere you want to go. Okay. Love that. So then when we like the first step above us is like the 5d, but then we can go all the way up to 12. Like what are the steps from five to 12? Okay. So 5d, you actually access from your heart. So 5D is an axis of consciousness that you can only tap into if your heart is open, okay? And so once you open that, that's where you begin to go upwards. And the different chakras are not necessarily connected to different like levels of consciousness because you can reach different densities and different consciousness. You just aren't tapped in from the heart. That's how like the dark stuff happens, right? Okay, so let's have a quick chat about luxury and spirituality. If you are listening to this, I am sure you enjoy the finer things in life that you're super intentional. And that means you would love my jewelry brand prism and no, it's not that hippy dippy spiritual jewelry. It's like chic, elegant, gold and silver jewelry with your choice of diamonds or white topaz. And every piece is made with intention. We have a solar plexus activating necklace that makes you more abundant. And I get so many compliments on it. It's called the sunray necklace. We have a moon necklace that reminds you to honor all sides of yourself, even your shadows. And we have an entire fifth dimension 5d consciousness collection. If you are ready to go super deep into your ascension. And I'll also add that I have two beautiful co-founders. One of them is my amazing friend Chantal who designs all of our jewelry. And the other is Whitney Rose from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes. One of my business partners is one of the Real Housewives and I have married all my favorite things in life, spirituality, fashion, and reality TV, but I digress. It is time to treat yourself, get something chic. Don't wait for someone else to buy jewelry for you. Women have this weird thing about buying jewelry for themselves, but in my opinion, jewelry is something that becomes part of your soul. So you need to pick it out for yourself with your intentions in mind. So go treat yourself. I'm giving you 11% off anything on the shop. Yes. A discount for diamonds. It's unheard of. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use chakra girl at checkout. And every piece also comes with an intention setting ritual to infuse your own intentions into your jewelry to just create the best life. So go to prismlifestyle.co and use code chakra girl at checkout. Okay. Like you have access to things, but you're not tapped into the, the light in the, okay. in the light side of it. Yeah. So right above the crown chakra. So a lot of people know like the one through seven, right? Like our yeah. rainbow color chakras that are inside the body. And then you continue moving upwards and up above your head, you'll have what I call the soul star um, chakra, 
which is where you actually connect to, it's amazing. You connect to the soul frequency of your home planet. Like that's the stuff that you're made of. That's mm-hmm. the stuff that makes you go like, ah, I'm home. Like yeah. everything's going to be okay. You know? That's I love that. Really, yeah. And and- I've been doing like soul star chakra stuff. And when I'm up there, I like see my highest self. Like she's there and we're just conversing and she's like, exactly. I don't know. It's like, I can just, I'm like, okay, this is the real me. It's crazy. Yeah. And so that's, that's your higher self. And so that's where you will begin to, once you pop that chakra open per se, right? Once you begin to like journey the layers of yourself, then you will go and connect with higher forms of you. So your higher self will be there and you're like, Hey, let's hang out. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, and that's like the best relationship ever. And then it, it's, you know, at, to the point where you find out that there's more than just one, you know, because every level you go up, you're like, Oh shit. I'm like this cool too. I'm like, up here, <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> like, damn, I look good up there. <laughs> I'm like now we're like stellar and now we're galactic, you know, like, and you keep on going and it's just, you get more and more infinite and all these different aspects of you, um, have something to teach you. So it's really cool as you continue to go all the way up and you get to like the 12th dimensional, um, frequency. So is there like a six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, or do you go straight from five to 12? No. So you go, um, that you go all the way. You have 13 main chakras. Yeah. The first one starts down below. There's two at the, like below the feet. Okay. And these are the main ones. Cause again, we have some yeah. in our hands, we have some in our, and you know, this stuff, we yes. have some in our feet, but like, um, so we have the earth gateway chakra and the earth star chakra that are down underneath. Like that's the length of our soul. We connect all the way down to mama earth, all the way down. And then we have, you know, our root chakra, so on and so forth, all the way to our crown chakra. Then past the crown, we have the soul star, the stellar gateway, the universal gateway, and then the cosmic gateway. The cosmic gateway is where the cosmic sun is. Mm. So that's like your 12D. And by that point, depending on how you count, a lot of people count like one through 12, one through 13 in like a different way. Some people look at the the two chakras that are in the earth as one. Right. Uh, But there's difference. And 13 is the number of the divine goddess it's the number of creative energy of um you know where we actually get to create again and so it's very meaningful that we have 13 yeah Ooh. okay i love um so okay funny story about the uh earth star chakra i because i know that's like archangel sandalphon right the earth star. Oh, the earth gateway is Archangel Sandalphon. Yes. All the way down. Yep. Yes. Okay. And, um, I, I think it was, I can't remember if it was in your course or somewhere else. Uh, they were saying how, when you get like a random song in your head, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's what, I thought. That's what I thought. And, um, it was so funny. Cause I was like, okay, I got to remember like Sandalphon. It's like down by your, like, I was trying to memorize like the angels and I was like, okay, Sandalphon by your feet. I was like, sandals go on your feet. And then <laughs> I love that. the song, the, do you remember the thong song? 
Yes. Oh my gosh. You're like, sing me a song. (laughs) That came into my head because then I was like, okay, thong, sandal, sandal, sandal. That makes so much sense. And you know, the coolest thing too, they have such a sense of humor. I know. The angels that work with us and with our chakra, you know, points, they have such a good sense of humor. I know. I was like, sandal fun. That's hilarious. Love you. Yeah. We call him. So that's in the Sacred Chakras Journey Course. And when you go all the way down to the Earth Gateway Chakra, you work with Sandalfon, and he is the musical archangel. Mm. So we will always, like if you get songs stuck in your head, um, you know, and things like that, it's Sandalfon talks and songs. It's so fun. I love it. So many good things. Okay, so I did. Okay, I know you also say not to do Akashic Records like deep questions, like where you're going to like be really taking something in not to do that in the morning, but I'm an Aquarius and I didn't listen and I did it. (laughs) (laughs) So you say all these things, but like, I decided to do that, but that's how, you know, that's how we learn. So how did it go? Tell me. (laughs) So I ended up being like having the most emotional roller coaster day. Like I was yelling, I was crying. I was just like, not myself. (laughs) And I was like, okay, I think I think I know why. But then the next day, I felt great. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Can we explain this to everybody? No. So that's amazing. And so you just have to go through the thing. So it's not like don't do it. You just want to be practiced, right? So don't do it first thing in the morning. Like, bye, it's this whole thing. Like, it's easier to for us to process parts of things. So if you go there and you're very intentional, right, um, about how you want to, you know, process through something like, okay, I need to figure this out. This is about love. This is the piece that I need to figure out and break it down. So be very clear because the clearer you are, the faster you can go through those things. But if you go up there and you're like a jumbled mess of feelings, then it's like, you know, and you can't, it's harder to hear because you're not clear. So that's the reason why I say that, but it always does work out. It's just the way that we have to process through it changes. Totally. So the Akashic records are up in 12. Can you like, in just like a few words, explain the difference between 5D and 12D? Yes. So this is, this is actually good. Let me quickly go through all of them because this is very confusing for a lot of people right now. And I feel like light can be shed. So 5D is the new earth physical reality that people are right now consciously living in Okay, in consciousness. And it's a reality that manifests. It's right now, whenever you tap into that state of flow, like you think of a person, they call you, you think of a song, it comes on the radio, you want to change something in your schedule, it changes automatically, like people reorganize by themselves, you want to, you know, buy something and it's like on sale and you have the perfect amount of money, like that kind of things, you know, like you think of something, you see the numbers, all the numbers, talk. that's totally like when you're starting to tap into 5d, mm-hmm. it's just the flow of life, like you see brighter colors and food tastes better and everything is like heightened. You feel like you're on ecstasy, like all the time, right? <laughs> like that's pretty much 5D. And then, um, and it's like, we're tapping into it in and out, right? For the most part. 60 is where the geometric shapes are. People that see light codes, that's 60. Okay, 70 is the sound. Sound frequencies, like the sound healing, the bowls, all that stuff, that's 70. AD is where everyone is, telepathic, connected. This is where all of our auric fields kind of come together. 90 is the next realm of creation. 
and 10D and 11D, you connect to like, you go to the, to the galaxy and then you go to the universe. Okay. And so when you're at 12D, you're tapped into the everythingness. Like 12D is a feeling that takes you over everywhere. It's like a web where you're just, you're oneness, right? And in the astral projection meditations that I do, I do take people there and you can feel it and it feels like your physical body is disintegrating. Like it's such a powerful level of light that we can hold it for a little bit, right? And then we integrate it in. And the more we bring in, the more we bring in, the easier it becomes to sustain it. So that's how that is. Oh my goodness. There's so much to dive into. I just love it so much. Um, so what are some other things to be careful of when doing this work? Um, always clear your space and always have a vehicle of transportation, <laughs> which sounds funny, but like decide ahead of time, use sacred geometry or use sound, but use something unless you have a very, very powerful, like mental willpower and you've done this, you know, a few times, like you have to have a field, um, that, that holds you so that you're not tapping into like, it's kind of like, you know, when you go shopping and you really want to buy one thing, but then you see a million things and you're like, Ooh, squirrel over here, like <laughs> shiny things. Like I should probably buy that too. Add it yeah. to the cart, add it to the cart. <laughs> so it kind of gets like that when you're in the astral plane, you're like, Hey, shiny thing. Look, a fairy, look, a unicorn, look, a dragon, like, and you may want to go places. And so it gets confused. Like, so you have to have, you have to be clear. So you have to have a vehicle that takes you where you want to go. And you can look at all of the astral planes and all of the things and that happen, but go all the way to the top. That's why I always tell people go all the way, connect to your higher self, connect to one of your guides that, you know, connect to maybe like your ancestors you know, if you know how to do that or go and connect and talk to God, like creator of all that is, or, you know, one of the people that you connect to, um, and like have a point where you're going and then somebody that you trust that, you know, who they are, that takes you because until that point you can go anywhere and then you just don't know. And then you come back and this is how, you know, is that you have like an astral travel, you know, or an astral projection kind of trip or, you know, meditation. And then you come back and you're like, I just don't feel good. You know, like you have that feeling like, huh, if you feel that way, or if you feel like a heaviness, or if you feel like, basically, if you don't feel super ecstatic, like you just rocked, you know, your soul, it, something went different. And so that's the part that you have to just kind of be careful. So can you like pick up like demons up there? Oh yeah. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So you can, and there's a lot of like, I want to say like charlatans, right? There's a lot of like imposters because mm -hmm. here's the thing. It's like people that don't know. It's almost like we're like children, right? Like if you think about adults in compared to like kids in like kindergarten, you can tell a kid any way to play a game and they'll be like, okay, you know, <laughs> sure. I'll do it this way. It's kind of like that. Like in terms of like, we have to be smart enough to know that we don't know enough. Yeah. And so then you realize, you know what I mean? And so you, um, you just have to learn. And this is why knowing and understanding your energy is very important. And you just have to be aware. So just don't do shit unconsciously. This is all I say, like, you know, stay with your eyes open and go and, um, 
and look, and you can look at a demon in the face. They cannot do anything to you if you hold light. You can just literally shoot them like a fly. Mm. But the thing is, the key is, you can't be scared inside. So right. if you see something scary, hold the light and tell them to go. And they will have to go. Okay. But a lot of people freak out, right? And so a lot of people are like, oh my gosh, it's just so scary. It's like, <gasps> you know, hyperventilate, anxiety attack. When you do that, then they can latch on. Mm. So that's the difference. The key is you see them and then you're just like, whatever. But like for real, whatever, like, you know, I hold the light and I'm more powerful than you. And if you can feel that feeling inside, no matter the circumstances, you will always be fine. Okay. And if they latch on and we come back and we're like back in the room, can we just and like, then you have to like yank them out. Yeah. And then you have to clear it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it's, there's always a way, right? Yeah. It's just easier if you do it in a way that makes life easier yeah. but um so if they do come down with you then you'll have that sense of heaviness or that sense of darkness and then you'll just have to do clearings and yeah. this is the thing that i teach to everybody very openly and i always tell people tell all your people all the time whenever you have something that is in your space that you have to get rid of and you don't know how to do it stand in your power take a couple of breaths get centered like plant your feet stand up like do this shit like you mean it like claim your power claim your sovereignty right like have a moment and be like, okay, I'm in power. And then you ask them, are you of the highest truth and light and serving the divine plan? Mm. And you listen for a yes or a no. Then you ask them again, are you of the highest truth and light and serving the, the divine plan? And then you listen for an answer. And it's okay if you don't hear it. Then you ask a third time. On the third time, they have to give you a true answer. Like they can lie to you the first time. They're like, yes, yes. And then the, the third time they're like, no. And then you say, if your answer is no, I command you to leave now. And I usually clap my hands or do something that's like a significant, you know, boom. Like I mean for them to be yeah. out. Like the middle finger? Like that, but like, <laughs> you know, with love. <laughs> <laughs> Let's say with clapping of the hands. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's, but that's basically, you know, it's the get the fuck out thing. Yeah. But you just, you do it in a way where you don't want to be attached to lower frequencies. So you want to do it in a way that's very just like. Light. It's, yeah, it's filled with light and it's strong and powerful, but it comes from love. It doesn't come from fear, you right. know? And so that's important, but then they have to leave because that's universal law. So that's it. Okay. You know, love that. You just have to make sure that afterwards, what happens is you have to stay in the light. You have to keep your room filled, you know, or whatever your house, your space with light, with harmony, with joy, with peace, with all of the amazing feelings, because otherwise they come back, you know, mm -hmm. you can kick them out. But then the moment that you have some darkness inside, they're like, Hey, I match that frequency. Let me be right back. <laughs> right. Okay. Love yeah. that. And that's so true because I find that I most, whenever I do have like a weird visitor, it's like if I'm like hungover or something. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Cause they're like, Hey, that's my drive. That's my vibe. That's yeah. my vibe. <laughs> I'm totally in right now. And then you're like, no, no. Oh, so funny. Okay. So you have also been teaching on some occult secret knowledge and I know this is part of your metaphysical mastermind that's launching soon. Can you tell us about both of these things? Yes. It's the joy of my heart. It's the, I am teaching knowledge that uh, helps through the space of 
ascension, like exactly the knowledge for where we're at and, you know, what's needed to really manifest and tap into the new earth. And a lot of it is, I want to say channeled information because people understand what the word channeled is, but really it's just like 13 years of meditation day and night that, you know, has led me to understand certain things and be able to shortcut certain processes. And all of the, you know, studies that I've done, it just all came together. And as you continue the journey of ascension for yourself, you know, it all begins to click. Mm. And so I created this mastermind, which is like an insane amount of knowledge that is occult knowledge. It's the secret stuff, you know, it's the stuff that nobody wants you to know. It's the stuff that it's hard to even talk about on, you know, on public uh, air because like my videos on YouTube would like get taken down, you know, that's. Yeah. So so we've, we've been talking a lot about, I think we're talking about the same things and we've been talking a lot about the podcast. Yeah. And you're like, censor this, censor that. Like, all right, people. Um, I was wondering what your views are on that. Cause I feel like most of the, like we've had a lot of people on the show and like, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, talking about, you know, what's really going on in Hollywood, what's really going on in the financial industry, politics, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, sometimes like there's a lot of heaviness to that. So like, how do you like, cause you don't have that same heaviness as most people that are doing this work. So how do you keep the light in all this when you know what you know? Yeah, the difference is exactly that. It's that as you integrate more light, you shed the density and you begin to see the world for what it really is. Yeah. And then it doesn't affect you. Right. So there's a lot of light workers right now that are just they're hurt, they're pissed off, and they haven't, you know, they're beginning to do the the work, excuse me, they're beginning to do the work. Um, but they're coming from a place where they're angry at yeah. what they've discovered, right? And that's, we have to do the work to shift that. That's a beginning stage. Um, But then as you continue to do the work, then you come from light because you see it for what it is. You have to get to that place that is above duality and then you see it. And it does require lots of work. Like I do a lot of work for myself, you know, to, to, like I take my personal wellness in terms of you know light work like very seriously i like to be happy i like to have a good time i like to manifest whatever the hell i want i like my health i like my world you know what i mean so i work hard for it because it's the work that i want to be doing and sometimes people get lost in that you know still clearing the victim or the unconscious programming and all of that and it's just heavy and at some point you just have to decide that you're done and you have to call in you know, your higher self and you have to start living from that higher self. Mm -hmm. And then you begin to see, you know, all of these things that are happening. That's the 4D consciousness that all of the the conspiracy theories and all of those things, it's all um, lower consciousness that is like keeping you in a loop. And a lot of that stuff is planted right now. Like a lot of that is, you know, all fake just because to keep people from actually doing the ascension work. So I do get pissed off and I get frustrated. I've been swaying a lot more lately because I'm like, people wake up. (laughs) But the, um, generally speaking, it's, it's a lot of people are beginning to wake up and they're just not knowing how to hold their own energy and how to hold their light. And so that's why, you know, that's the number one thing that I teach is, is understanding how to function inside of yourself to discern 
what's true, what's not true, to get your own insights, to receive your own answers, because that's how you know how to navigate through the different layers of what's being presented at you. Because, yeah, that's... Like there's so much out there. And like, well, you know, I believe the concept of it all, but I don't know how true every single detail is. So it's like, how can we... I mean, I know it's not like a short answer, but like for the people who are kind of maybe on that like conspiracy deep dive and like maybe in a bit of fear, like how can we like discern what's what? what? Yeah. So here is the thing. If your mind is stuck there, you have to understand that the worst thing that you're conceiving right now and you think that is possibly true, it's actually worse than that, right? And then let it be. Like it is scary and dark and awful and it's just is and that's it that's not you you are not that that exists but you are not that nor do you need to be entangled in it right <laughs> your job our job if you're awakening to this is to create a new reality so until we are tapping into the old shit and the shit show of earth right the unconscious collective like you're not creating the new earth. And until we continue to debate on how evil people are, I mean, there are some people and God bless them, so, their souls that are called to, you know, do these rescue missions for the child trafficking, like all of the things that are happening, there are people on that. But if you're a light worker and if you feel that your call, you know, is that of the light as a light worker, it is your like duty, almost like your job in this moment to hold the vibration for new earth, for the manifestation of new earth. Because if you understand these things and you know that it is impossible for new earth to become a physical state where we all walk in together, unless it's in the hearts of everybody, like everyone is collectively responsible for this. So if people talk light, but they feel dark, it ain't gonna work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, that makes so much sense. So I know. And then the part of me is just like, but what's true? What's real? Like, I, like I need to know, but I feel like that needing to know is from a place of like 4d. So it's like, you kind of, it just is. and so that's the thing. It will always be, it will always be worse, but yes. I mean that, you know, it's the things like the child, the, the children are, the trafficking, yeah. you know, the trafficking is a thing, yeah. All the, you know, the, but I grew up in this Yes. Kind of situation where you knew that, like right. you knew that the state was taking advantage of you. You knew it was like in Italy, we would like, you know, do all sorts of revolutions and stuff against the right. government. And I grew up in this revolutionary society. And so it's, I'm used to that. And I grew up understanding and looking at things and yes, Hollywood is programming. Yes. You're so much better than, you know, the, the stuff that is showing up on your, you know, entertainment. You're like, Nobody is here for the nine to five plus entertainment cycle. Like right. you're a whole universe. You're a whole galaxy expressing itself in physical form. Like you are so much more than what, you know, these people are wanting you to know. Yes, there's a cabal. Yes, there's people that, you know, rule the planet. Yeah, that is a thing. But you're, it's not going to actually do any good for you to continue in the rabbit hole of right. this stuff other than for you know, the eagle to say, aha, I knew what I'm a victim. Now what? Like, now what? 
like you're still in the same position. So you can choose to do good or you can choose to, what are you going to do? Live in the like state of, oh my God, the government lied to me. They actually did all this shit on purpose. Like, I can't believe it. You know, the aliens are real, you know, like whatever, like you're going to go through all of this stuff, but it's like, how is that serving you? Right. How does that serve you? And so to me, it's like, focus on the things that are of service and the way that you're going to be of highest service is to hold yourself in the highest frequency to be, uh, you know, to, to keep on embodying more light, to radiate more light. People need peace. People need harmony. People need like, you know, they don't need another person to talk victim. They don't need another person to, um, take them down another rabbit hole. There's enough of that. Like be the light for real. <laughs> I love this. So true. So true. I'm obsessed. Okay. Thank you so much for that. So let's move on to manic moments and manifesting where we talk about our last meltdown and the last thing that we manifested. And I can go first because mine was this morning. Um, <laughs> and I've been on a, I've been on a fitness journey. I've been talking about it. Um, cause I, because I know my highest self is like way hotter and lighter. And so I've been like, I actually have like, you know, asked God, I've asked my guides, I've asked source for, um, for like the codes, like how does this shift happen for me? Um, so I was in the elevator with my husband, we were going out to take my dog for a walk this morning and I was admiring my own ass in the mirror. And I was like, wow, like my butt's looking so like nice and round and bubbly. And my husband was kind of not paying attention. And he was like, oh yeah, yeah. It looks smaller. And I was like, smaller. I don't want not it to the right answer. <laughs> and I was not okay. And then I like gave him the silent treatment for most of our walk instead of enjoying a nice walk and on a beautiful day. But my manifestation, my manifestation from that is that I'm like my, I, as a, an Aries North node, my journey really is about independence and like learning to be more independent, which also means not needing outside validation. So came home, looked at my own ass in the mirror, checked myself out, did my workout, felt amazing. I was like, really doesn't matter what anyone else thinks. I'm here to be my highest self and she's manifesting. And every time I, you know, visit with her in my, in my meditation, I'm becoming her and I'm becoming lighter and more light. And yeah, I just am feeling a lot better about it. I learned a lesson. Amazing. <laughs> because you're doing it for you. And it I mean, my matters. husband better have learned a damn a lesson too. <laughs> What's that? I said, my husband better have learned a damn lesson too. <laughs> you're like, we're learning together. Yeah. <laughs> um, Honey, okay. What was your last meltdown? It was horrible. It was at the Xfinity store. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. It was like, three days ago or like a few days ago, I have not melted down like that admittedly. So I recently moved and we live in like the mountains. Okay. Wi-Fi is a necessity for me because clearly I teach online courses and I do, you know, sessions online. I work with clients online all day. So the Xfinity people, this is the first time that I really felt the feeling of this whole you know, whatever issue of the, the virus and whatnot. So uh, they're like, well, we can't come into your house. So we really can't install the Wi-Fi. I was like, I'm going to need to have Wi-Fi. <laughs> so, like that's a thing. Mm -hmm. And um, they ended up sending me in store. So I drove 45 minutes to go to an Xfinity store to get these like Wi-Fi tower boosters because of the way that the setup is. 
And I drive to the store in the middle of madness. And of course I'm super busy and they're like, oh yeah, no, why? Like, we don't, we can't help you here. Like all of our inventory has been shipped back for two months. And this is after I've been on the phone for customer with customer service. And we've been trying to figure like, it has been a saga. I was like, I literally swore in the store. Like I was like, what the fuck are you <laughs> doing open? Like I can't handle it. Like you guys can't come. And I was like, okay, breathe. I'm like in the car, breath of fire, breath of fire, breath of fire. I haven't had a meltdown like that in like years. Like, so that was very significant for me. I had to do a serious amount of like shit. It's, it's always the worst when it's in public, but I mean, it happens to the best of us. I'm sure you learned a lesson. Yeah. I mean, it was just, it was what it was. I was like, this is just, to me, it was, this is just not the world I want to live in. Like, yeah. I really need to like, why I was just mostly mad at myself. I'm like, why didn't I double check on that? Why did I just blindly trust, you know, the Xfinity person? Like I could have actually meditated that shit in. Like, yeah. why didn't I do that? So, um, you know, there's always a lesson, but, yeah. and it really wasn't bad. I said like one sentence, but for me, it's just not my, it's yeah. not my, you know, regular yeah, my regular life. So biggest thing I manifested recently is actually this. Um, it's the house that I live in. Ooh. I had a vision of it before I even met my, um, my boyfriend. I was, I had a vision of both him and the, like waking up in this like room that was exactly uh, the master room here in this house. And it was crazy. And I literally wrote, it was a full moon in Virgo. So I was manifesting because, oh, yeah. you know, and I wrote down 10 pages and I described like this house and him completely. It's the craziest thing. And that was like my biggest manifestation. So when he showed me this house, he's like, I think this is our house. I didn't even need to come see it. I was like, I saw it in the pictures. And I was like, that is it. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so exciting. Congrats. Yeah. It was amazing. So it's perfect. It's so like one of the biggest manifestations, the man in the house in one shot. It was good. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that is like very efficient. Yes. yes. <laughs> I love it. Okay. This has been so amazing. I just love your light. Everything that you shared has been so powerful. Where can everyone find you to continue following and getting all your knowledge. I love it. Okay. So my website is www.moonbabetribe.com. And, um, my Instagram is moon babes and the light tribe, because at one point it was born for the moon babes. So for the babes under the moon, and we were doing, you know, all sorts of cool stuff. And then men started asking if they could be a part of the groups. So I was like, and the light tribe, and we're gonna add you. We're gonna, you know, like I welcome any of the men doing this work. And so it became at Moon Babes and the Light Tribe. And so if you actually Google that, you will find my YouTube channel, my Facebook groups, all the things. Just Google yeah. Moon Babes and the Light Tribe. Yep. And we'll link you guys to everything in the yeah. show notes. And you mentioned a little freebie that you have that we can snag. Yes. So go to my website and then cl click on free stuff, like front and center, like on the menu. And it's a free mini course. It's like, I call it the one-on-one energy hack. Like everybody needs to know how to like ground, how to protect your aura, like, you know, the, the things that affect us in everyday life. 
And then there's a few meditations on that, uh, on there too. And then in addition to that, you can go to my YouTube channel and I've been doing some free mini trainings in light of all of the, you know, recent circumstances. It was really a push for me to shine and help. I yeah. felt super called in terms of, um, you know, I know things that can help people. And mm -hmm. I also my, one of my biggest things is any people that know things to help people have to get them out there like yeah, this yeah. is the time right but anyway so if you go on my youtube channel look up the mini trainings there's a lot of good stuff yay thank you so much well everyone thank you so much for listening go check out everything sonia has for you and we will catch you guys next week Thank you so much for listening. Remember, karma's real. So if you love this episode, go leave a comment, rate us five stars, and subscribe. And you're going to manifest a mini heart chakra upgrade because you've got to give if you want to receive. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram at chakragirlco and shoot me a DM. I'm here to chat. Also, you can find more info on this episode at chakragirlco.com. That's where you're going to access the show notes. And while you're on my website, check out the newest online hotspot the chakra girl glam and grounded membership we would love to help you activate those chakras babe so step into that chic life and join us in the glam and grounded membership love you mean it see you next tuesday thanks for listening